Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us on the line now, we have Olga Deutsch, who's the Vice President at NGO Monitor. Olga, good afternoon to you and thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me again. No, great to always have you on board, Olga. And thank you for making the time to chat to us about anti-Israel NGOs now abusing courts in pursuit of the genocide charges as we look at the subject on day 104 of the war. Well, the question to you, Olga, is now what is happening now? What are we looking at regarding NGOs suddenly embarking on this move? Well, it's part of a bigger campaign, right? And mm. we've been talking about this uh, for a while now, that there's an ongoing uh, campaign and attempt by so-called human rights, non-governmental organizations, NGOs, to abuse different platforms to uh, delegitimize Israel, attack it, and basically erode the legitimacy of its bare existence as a Jewish homeland. And we have seen this phenomenon spike, right, or skyrocket after the uh, massacre of October the 7th and the abuse of um, legal frameworks, or as we professionally call it, lawfare, right, which is legal warfare, mm. is just another example of that. What does that really mean? It means that there is a bunch of so-called or self-proclaimed NGOs, uh, human rights NGOs, that exploit international legal frameworks and principles uh, as another way to attack Israel. If in the past this was the apartheid uh, claim, right, against Israel now, in the aftermath of October the 7th, they went one level up and are accusing Israel of genocide, uh, war crimes, and ethnic cleansing. So you have an array of organizations that um, uh, filed uh, lawsuits uh, against the state of uh, United States of America, right? We have an NGO called Center for Constitutional Rights and Defense for Children International Palestine and Al-Haq, who are both uh, terror-affiliated organizations, filed a lawsuit um, alleging that Israel's uh, 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 committing mass killings and widespread and systematic extent, uh, attacks on uh, Palestinians against uh, U.S. Secretary of State and Secretary of Defense, basically asking them to stop all aid and selling weapons to Israel. Similarly, we have a lawsuit by major international organizations, Oxfam, Novib, Amnesty, International, Pax, uh, which, uh, Pax and Oxfam being Christian organi aid organizations, who filed a lawsuit uh, in the Netherlands, demanding the immediate cessation or stopping of the supply of parts for Israeli F-35 fighter planes, claiming pretty much the same accusations that Israel is mm. violating international law, committing a genocide, and so on. And then in the UK, we had a similar case by some of the same organizations, like Al-Haq, again, a terror-affiliated organization, um, who um, asked the UK, demanded the government to suspend all weapons export to Israel. We've seen these groups already do the same when it comes to the international criminal 
tribunal court in the Hague. Right. Uh, but what is what is new here that all of this is happening um, in November, only a month after the horrific massacre of October the seventh. Mm. Olga, you noted Alach, uh, based in the United Kingdom, as being terrorist affiliated, amongst others that uh, have also got you know like dubious ties. And I'm just trying to wrap my mind around this. Based in countries that have recognized them as such, yet they are based there and allowed to allowed to operate, and for that matter, are probably assisted in one way or another. I'm not, I'm trying to understand that. Well, why is this the case? Well, not only do they allow them to operate, but most of these organizations are actually funded um, by well, many of the states. Right. Uh, through taxpayers' money, right? Um, this is part of an. Th- this is exactly the point. On one hand, you have uh, countries and states who believe that they are supporting human rights organizations who are seemingly fighting um, for the rights of the Palestinian people. Mm. But in practice, they are not only not defending uh, the rights of the Palestinian people; they are actually working ig- exactly against the official policies of the very states that are that are funding them so you know you would have a state like germany which openly opposes a criminal case against israel both in the international criminal court and in the international court of justice right which we've right. seen uh, south africa uh, uh case against israel presented just last week right but at the same time germany uh, has been funding for years uh, al haq this uh, the, one of the biggest mm. uh, palestinian anti israel organizations so this is part of the ongoing debate of um, how development aid and humanitarian aid is actually being abused what many people don't know is that because when we think of humanitarian aid you know we all think about uh supply of food and medicine and water and uh, and different types of physical aid but what most people don't know is that most countries uh consider political advocacy as part of a humanitarian package and this is where where it becomes really tricky Mm. when the group that receive and enjoy the funding under humanitarian and development aid actually um, use their advocacy funding to um, to work against Israel and simply call, like say that Israel doesn't have a right to exist. Olga, uh, for that matter, NGOs, surely they should be, just to continue along those lines, um, given their, their, their stature, their, their position, and what they represent and what they ought to be doing in terms of humanitarian efforts and aid, that they should adhere to some kind of code. Neutral code, for that matter. Well, <laughs> Sorry. The, you know, one would think... Yeah. So. No, 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 well, you, you're, you're absolutely right. One would think that, but um, um, as opposed to... Well, just about any other sphere of life, right? The public sphere, elected officials, or um, administration, or the private sector. The NGO sector is the only one that is extremely not regulated. Now, when we say regulated, we don't really mean restricting them. We want our civil societies to thrive. But what we actually mean is that they need to adhere to the same uh, 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 standards like everyone else that they should A, do what they claim to be doing and not doing opposite things, but 
at the end of the day, it's a much simpler thing. You know, mm. they should be uh, they should be accountable to what they receive their funds for. Um, when they cl- when a group claims that they're support, you know, support that they're defending human rights or promoting human rights, but instead they call for uh, ins- you know violence against other people or yeah. in uh, most immediate uh, you know um, uh, case in Israel they literally either relativized or denied the atrocities of October the 7th, um, then one asks the question, what are we really talking right, about? Right. A lot of this is just politicized anti-Israel agenda, I'm afraid. Um, and this is exactly what we try to address at NGO Monitor. On one hand, raise awareness of it, sure. and on the other, at uh, the, the same time, work with uh, governments around the world to make sure that actually they work with groups who do what they claim to do, help right. Palestinians and not attack Israel. Olga, we've just about run out of time. I wish we could just uh, look into that matter a bit further, but of course now we do have a schedule to keep on the show. Olga, thank you so much once again for joining us, just to give us the latest on what NGOs are getting up to. In this case, their pursuit of genocide charges against Israel as NGOs. We'd love to hear your take on that. Olga Deutsch, Vice President at NGO Monitor.